funky. Welcome back, peoples and peopleettes, uh, <laughs> to the whatever you want to call it podcast with your host, me. Um, we're, we're, I'm like really excited today. I mean, I'm I'm always excited every episode, but just today I'm excited just for the sake of free agency. And you already know, I've, I've been talking about free agency for like for the next last, these last two episodes, how it's been affected, uh, affecting everybody. Uh, we got, of course, we got some news with the Bucks and their trade with Bogdanovich, um, big news on that. Uh, it's really suspicious, and the NBA is trying to investigate that. But we're gonna talk about that a little later. Uh, before we get to, but first we're gonna talk about these other free agent deals that's actually certified, and we know where they're going. So let's let's just go right into it. Let's just let's go right into the juice of free agency. So we got first Josh Jackson is finalizing a deal with the Pistons. We don't know what the severity of the deal is, but we know he's going to the Pistons. We got a one-year deal. Dwight Howard is going to the Philadelphia 76ers. We got Dalinari, Danilo Gallinari. Hopefully, I don't butcher his name. Did I say it right? I'm going to say it again. Danilo Gallinari. Okay, I said his name right. He signed a three-year, $61.5 million deal with the Hawks. So, he's going to the Hawks. We got... Rodney Hood report, returning to the Portland Trailblazers. He signed a two-year, $21 million deal. We got, uh, what, is, what is his name, Malik Beasley. He restricted free agent. He signed, he agreed to a four-year deal. That's $60, $60 million a year. Not $61 million a year, but it's a four-year, $61 million. Um, we got uh, Montrezl Harrell signing with, that's a big surprise, though. Montrezl Hill signing with the Lakers. He signed a two-year deal worth $19 million. $19 million. Not a year, but you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, we got uh, Davis Bertans. He agreed to a four-year, well, not four-year, actually five-year deal for $81 million. I mean, not $81, but $80 million with the Washington Wizards. We got Jeremy Grant. He agreed to a three-year deal. $61 million um, to the Detroit Pistons. Uh, so that's really Detroit Pistons stacking up, it seems like. Uh, we got a free agent. And uh, the Nets, Joe Harris, agreed to return to the Brooklyn Nets for uh, with a four-year, $75 million. Um, We got Garrett Temple. He's leaving the Nets. He signed a one-year deal worth $5 million with the Chicago Bulls. We got Christian Wood, old faithful. He used to play for the Bucks. He said, uh, forget the Detroit. He's going to the Houston Rockets. Um, he's going, he's going there for a three year deal of 41 million. We got Derek Jones Jr. He's not going to be with the Heat anymore. He's going to be with the Portland Trailblazers. Portland Trailblazers stacking up two again. Derek got, they got a, he, he has a two year deal, 19 million. Uh, we got Marcus. Mark, not Marcus. Is it, that was Marcus. I thought it was Marquise. I'm looking at him. I'm looking at him and I'm saying their name. Okay, whatever. Marcus Morris. He signs a four-year deal worth sixty-four million. Um, we got James Ennis. He has signed a one-year deal to return to the Orlando Magic. Don't know the severity of that. 
contract. Free agent uh, Pat Content agreed to a two-year deal, $83 million. Anyway, not $83 million, not $83, 8.3. Oh, that was almost butchered that one. But, and he returns to the Bucks. Um, we have, and we also, this just came in. This just came in. New Orleans and Milwaukee expanded their original Drew Holiday trade. There's, the Thunder is sending Steven Adams to the Pelicans. So, man, oh, man, oh, man. This, these free agent deals are just amazing. All this has been on NBA TV. By the way, so I mean, just watch NBA TV if you have cable, watch NBA TV or the app and just download it, and you will see all these trades that I'm talking about. And now we already know it's more going to be more trades and more free agents signing to come. So, like, right now, I'm just we're going to talk about all these that's all the stuff that's happening. The big thing that happened really, and I was talking about is Bogdanovich. Originally, the Bucks were going to sign, it was going to be a signing trade with the Bucks and the Kings, and apparently. No, they didn't talk to Bur uh, Bo uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich about it, and he didn't sign. He said, oh, I want to be a strict free agent. So that well, that went from bad to worse, like really from bad to worse. It, really, it wasn't even bad, but it was went from good to bad, like really fast. And now the Bucks are just stuck with the people they, had, they tried to trade Bogdanovich for. I mean, I don't know what that was with. Like, I don't know. Like, that's the first thing he posted to ask is like, okay, do you want to get traded to the team? And Apparently, I mean, he wanted his money when you think about it. And he ended up, I think he's going to the Hawks. I'm not for sure, but I think that's what it is. He's just trying to get his money, man. That's all it is. Because at the end of the day, when you really think about it, and you put it all into to 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 help or you put it all in and you think about it. These, these guys, this is business and these guys want to get paid. And they've been not getting underpaid at some of these teams and they want to get paid. And I, the, the Montez Hell is going to the Lakers is like a big deal right now. I just it's really big right now. At least for uh Lakers fans is big. But yeah, like literally they signed like it's so funny. They signed the sixth man of the year and the runner up. Like that's that, it's like it feel like it's cheating, but they're not cheating. They actually paid them a decent amount, both of them. So I mean it's not cheating. But I just it, what it seems like is that the Lakers are trying to go for another championship. I mean, I feel, it feels like LeBron is trying to win that that fifth one. Uh, he's really trying to get that fifth one because the way they signing guys left and right. I mean, it look, it's looking like they trying to sign guys back. So for me, yeah, like it's Montreal. That was a big. That was a big move. That was a power move right there. That was something like, especially to the L.A. Clippers. Like that was a power move. And now it's like you lose one of your six men. You got probably Lou Williams back, but Lou Williams might leave. He like, all right, bro. Like and now this is put more pressure on the Clippers, and this is what proves me that I really want to see the Clippers and Lakers for Christmas now. Like I, that got to be the first game that we see is the Clippers and Lakers now, because now Montrezl Harrell's on the Lakers now. It's just like it's like your little brother and your big the little brother and big brother. It's like so it's so weak. It's like so it's so mean. Really, the Clippers are gonna get beat probably. Clippers, I mean the Clippers are overall nice, but I just. Right now, the Lakers are looking better now with their roster. And speaking of rosters and stuff, changing up uh, the Bogdanovich deal. I told you about that before. It's it was crazy. I don't know what is going on right now with the Bucks. They it almost seemed like they had a good, decent. They had a good starting roster with Bogdanovich, and then Bogdanovich. Which the thing, the crazy thing is, you supposed to, that's the first thing you're supposed to do. And what I'm what I mean by the first thing you're supposed to do is the first thing you're supposed to do is ask the player, "Do you want to go here?" Then neither team, the Bucks, didn't call his agent or 
the kings that caused agents didn't nobody call nobody. So they are the kings ever kings and above ever thinking that the trade is gonna happen and it doesn't happen because Bogdanovich wanted to be a restricted free agent and then what happens? He said he wants to sign with another team, which is I'm not mad at that. I'm just mad at the both of the teams for not even like considering like him at all. They just thought it was gonna happen. Which it did happen with the Bucks when the Bucks did a sign and trade with uh Michael Brogdon, but like Michael Brogdon knew, like, okay, I'm going to leave. But at the end of the day, it was just like, I, I don't know what happened with both of the teams for not telling even, like, Bogdanovich to say, okay, where do you want to go? And do you want to get paid this amount of money? And it's just really weird. But for me, I'm just, I'm over it right now. I'm, I'm on, any Milwaukee Bucks fan, I'm, tweet me. See how, let me see how you feel about it, like, about what just happened. I know most, I've been looking at it, and most of them are, like, kind of like, dang, we almost had it. But they still have a... They still have a pretty start, pretty decent starting five. I mean, with the exception of Divincenzo, but you never know. He might turn out to be the savior, and we might be thinking like, "Oh, this is bad." And then Divincenzo might turn out really good. So, I mean, it just never know. Right now, we need bench depth. I would just what I'm. I would say okay, we gave up on Bogdanovich right now. So, I, I'm a Milwaukee Bucks owner or GM. I'm just looking at bench play right now. I'm just looking at people coming off the bench right now because. They apparently we don't have Wesley Matthews no more because Wesley signed with the Lakers also. So that's why it really feels like a power move now. He just they're trying to sign every team that tried to beat him or beat him last year. They like, okay, we're gonna take some of your players then. I mean the Clippers, they take the Clippers, Montrez Harrow, and then they take the Bucks, Wesley Matthews. It's just yeah, they they're trying to prove something right now. It's looking like they're trying to go to another championship, it looks like. And then we also got all these other deals. I mean, you got the little minor deal that I talked about uh, like a minute, a couple minutes ago. But I mean, I don't really, I do. I really want to talk about it. Yes, I do. I'm finally, I do want to talk about it. Uh, it's like the Hawks and the Portland Trailblazers and the Nets. They're in the the Stephen Adams thing that just happened with the Pelicans. Man, that's a good move though. That's a really good move. They need a a center like Stephen Adams, a tough guy that's gonna bang with you, bang with your big man that's in the Western Conference. All the big men that's in the East Conference, I mean the Western Conference, that's a, actually a decent move. You got Pat Connaughton signing back with the Bucks. We knew that was gonna happen. Pat wasn't going nowhere. Pat Connaughton, like we knew he wasn't going nowhere. We got Ennis Cantor, not Ennis Cantor. Uh, James Ennis signing with the Magic. We knew that was gonna happen. He wasn't going nowhere. Uh, you got Marcus Morris. He signed back with the Clippers. Oh, I think some most of the guys, the reason why they're leaving their team too. It's because they want money, man. They, some of these guys been on these teams having veteran minimum type contracts, or they're not even getting a lot of money, and they like, shoot, we just trying to get some our bread. And then some of these guys didn't want their bread, so I agree with them. So for me, that, that's how I feel about it. And then the, like I said, the Portland Trailblazers stacking up. They got they got the super fly. They got the guy that just dunks over anything, cars, ladders, uh, pretty much anything. <laughs> Derrick Jones Jr. He jumps out of the gym literally, like he would literally jump you jump. Out of the gym, I have, I will bet he could. Like it's 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 amazing. And then Christian Wood, old Bucks, he I mean, he signed with the Houston Rockets. I found that out like last, I mean yeah, yesterday. So that's pretty fun. You got the uh, you got uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, Garrett Temple. He signs with the Bulls. The Bulls trying to stack up a little bit. And Joe Harris, we know that was gonna happen. You knew he was gonna stay. I mean that would it would have been tragic if the Nets couldn't sign him back because that. That would have been a piece that they needed, though. So when it's, when they, I don't think they're going to win the championship this year. I just think the Eastern Conference is getting too stacked, and it's just not going to happen. Detroit Pistons, like I said, Detroit Pistons are trying to 
revived. They're they're of old, and they're trying to. I ain't gonna say they're going back to bad boys because they will never go back to that. That would never happen. I, I just don't think that's not that's not visible or feasible for them to do that. Like they're not gonna go back to them days of defense unless they get somebody that's an anchor like Giannis or something like that. But other than that, they're not gonna do that. But speaking of Giannis, man, I wonder how Giannis feels right now about this whole deal that that's conspired. I think he still might stay and stuff. Because if I'm Giannis, I wouldn't sign because you still don't get the same amount of money you're getting this year. So there's no point of signing this year. Just wait. Just wait for this year. And you got to get, you know, like I said, you will get the same amount this year as last year, probably a little bit more than, I mean, this year or then next year. Like you, you might as well just set this one out. Or not even say since this one out, but you don't sign your five year contract or your max, max contract. I mean, I would. It's just me. If I if I'm young, I would. I just I'm excited to just get over with. But if you're like a person where you just want to like, if he just want to be that person where I'm gonna just wait and see see what the Bucks gonna do and improve. If we don't go to uh, if we don't win the championship or if we do win the championship or whatever, or if we can win the championship, what are we gonna do? So I mean, if I'm the Bucks, I would wait. If I'm Giannis, actually, I would wait. If I'm the Bucks, I wouldn't wait. I would try to force him, not force him to sign it, but I'd be pressuring him like, okay. Signers, we got you. We got what you wanted. You want to change up the roster. You want to sign? I got, for me, that's what I'm doing with the if I'm the Bucks. But that's just me. And also, we gonna we are we finna talk about today. We gonna talk about NFL. We gonna preview the NFL and their we know the scores. We didn't go over the scores yet because it's only one score that happened, and that was the Seahawks and the Cardinals. When I mean that was a game, man. I mean that was the game of all games right now. Right now, I was watching that on Thursday, just chilling. Eating popcorn, eating wings, and just chilling, watching that game. It went, that went out. Those games are the type of games that going to go down, and it's always going to go down to the last minute. Just on the similar fact of the two quarterbacks that are just playing right now. Russell Wilson kind of fell off a little bit, fell off the face of the first of the earth a little bit. Two back-to-back losses with, of course, the Cardinals. He lost against the Cardinals, and then lost against the Bills right after that. It was just like what? Like it? He just fell off a little bit, and then, then Russell Wilson kind of. Wilson Wilson came back to reality and won against the Cardinals. I mean, that was a really good game, though. That was it came down to the, like the very end. If it wasn't for their defense, the Carlos Dunlap, shout out to him. They that was like that was like one of the signings that they just signed. Yeah, and that was it was a big deal because he got the winning sack to win the game. So that was actually a really like I said, it was a really good game. Actually, as a matter of fact, let's go over the scores over there. Let's just go right. Week 11 stats for the Cardinals versus Seahawks were the Colin Murray hat was 24 of 40, 24, not 24, 29 of 42 for 269 yards, two TDs and zero interceptions. And then Russell Wilson had, he was 23 of 28, that's pretty good, 197 yards, two TDs. I mean, like I said, no, it really was on depending on the defense. Defense really showed me something last night. I mean, the Seahawks defense really made it uh, show me something. That, and that's what I'm talking about. I feel like if I'm a Packers fan, I'm pretty pissed because I'm like, okay, y'all can do that. Like y'all can find nobody in like free agency. Like they they're still signing guys right now. The Seahawks are, and that's I think that's what the Seahawks are. Just a team. I feel like they are just under the radar right now since they lost a couple games. I feel like people kind of like doubting them a little bit. And say, okay, Russell Wilson fell off a little bit. But that's like, you know, really, like, it was just, it just showed me a lot. And uh, by the way, I'm just want to put this into, like, to to reality. Man, I mean, Tyrell Lockett, I probably, he's probably the most clutches, 
like toe tapper up all the time. Like literally, like I, it seems like wherever Russell Wilson goes, or when Russell Wilson wants a big play, Terrell Lockett is like right there. I don't say he's the best route runner, but he's one of the top receivers. I feel like it's him, DK. They have a really good combination of our receivers with DK and Terrell Lockett. Man, like that combination is just amazing. Like I, I don't know what, like what they got, how they like. He's just been balling right now. I can't even explain it. I almost messed up my words explaining it. <laughs> but uh, we also got, I mean, we don't got no more scores. That was the only score for week, the first game for week 11. But we also got the preview game, the Steelers versus the Jags. The Steelers are probably going to win this game, but just no mess around with the Jags. The Jags, they, show, they showed last game where they faced the Packers. If you leave them in a game, if you try to play around with them, they will try to beat you. So, <laughs> Just by FYI and be careful, Steelers. If y'all and Steelers fans, don't be just don't sleep on this team because they seem these kind of teams are the teams that can beat you. So let's see if they can go ten and zero. But let's go. We are gonna go to the next game. We got the Lions and the Panthers. That's gonna be a pretty good game. The Lions are rolling right now, and the Panthers just lost against the Buccaneers. So both of them are gonna be really amped. So this might be a really good game. The Patriots and the Texans. We got that game coming on. Also, on Sunday, that's going to – Patriots probably going to win this game. The Texans are really struggling right now. And the crazy thing is, I felt like it was all starting when they got rid of DeAndre Hopkins. But, I mean, that's just me. That's just me and I'm how I feel about that situation. The Titans and the Ravens, that actually is really going to be a good game. That's going to be a battle of wheels. Like, the the Ravens' defense versus the, the Titans' run offense. So, I mean, that's going to be pretty – Good game, and so uh, we'll see how that game goes. The Eagles and the Browns. Now that's just, this is one of them unorthodox kind of games where you rarely see each other, but it's gonna be a really good game either way. And the Eagles, I don't know, they might win the division, they might not. It's right now that it's the East is just a coin toss right now, so it's just really weird with this whole thing going on with the NFC East sucking like bad. Like this team might. Like the whoever wins it is might it they might win seven games. Like whoever and the crazy thing is they're going to home game too on top of that, which is even more pissed off if you if you're an NFL fan. It's like how do you deserve that? Like how do you deserve a home game and you only won seven games? Like that's so that sucks so bad. But it happens. Um we also got the Falcons and the Saints. That game, oh my god, that's gonna be good. That's gonna be a battle of wheels. The Falcons are actually doing pretty well and that's gonna be a battle right there with the with Julio battling against them kind of guys on the Saints and and whatever. So we got that game. We got the Bengals and the Washington football team. The Washington football team is actually they, they played a good game last last week. They just ended up, they just ended up losing by a field goal. And the Bengals, uh, they are pretty good too. They just need they need time. They're young. They need time. The Jets and the Chargers. That is actually gonna be a good game. I feel like because the Jets, like I said, the Jets are like the Jags. You do not want to leave these kind of teams in the game. They want to lose. That's awesome, I think. But at the same time, they're like, okay, if I can win or pull out a win, I can. So just be FYI for the Chargers. If y'all want to win this game, do not sleep on the Jets. The Dolphins and the Broncos. The Dolphins are actually doing pretty good. Like I said before last week, um, the Dolphins are just been rolling ever since they got uh, to put Tua into the lineup, Tonga Loa Tua. I don't know how to say that. I might butchered it, but oh well. I mean, you know what your name is, sir. <laughs> so, um, I, I don't really care. I'm not gonna try to try to hurry up and hurry up and 
try to say his name. Because people always get mad at me because I always butcher people's names. I butcher, like, everything. And everybody names restaurants. I'm like, okay, that don't sound nothing like his name. But, you know, I'm just going to say Tua or TT. That's not, does that sound weird? Yeah, it's not, probably sound weird. I'm just going to call you Tua. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, we, yeah, we Tua's been balling ever since they didn't put him in the starting lineup. And the Dolphins have been rolling. And I, FYI, I'm just saying, watch out for the Dolphins if they make the playoffs. Because those are the kind of teams that can make a run and do something amazing and surprise everybody. So, just FYI, just FYI to the Dolphins and anybody that's down the Dolphins. The Cowboys and the Vikings. Now, Cowboys, they've been – I don't know what they're going on with them. They are they are just everywhere. They're, like, every everywhere. It's just, like, what's going on right now? Like, so if you wanted, like, a team to define 2020, the Cowboys are the team. Like, you, if you want to say, okay, define 2020 in a football team, be like, okay, um, okay, the Dolphins. I mean, not, not the Dolphins, but, like, uh, the Cowboys. Yeah, the Cowboys define 2020. Like, they're – the definition of 2020. Just messed up everywhere. Don't really know what to do. It's just it's everybody in sick. It's, it's getting cut. It's just a lot of a lot of stuff. It's it's a lot of stuff. And then we also got the game on at the same time as the Cowboys and the Vikings. You about most people are gonna probably see this game. The Packers and the Colts. Now that is gonna be a really good game because the Colts have a sec they're pretty good. They're top two in pretty much every every category on defense. So the first or second in pretty much every every category on defense. So that's gonna be a battle of wills for the Packers high powered offense and the the Colts defense. So and the Colts offense is pretty decent too. They have a running game and the Packers have been known notoriously been known not be really good against the run. And but their their stats don't really show that, but they've been really terrible against the run. They cannot see it seems like they cannot and I see a trend. I saw a couple games ago, and I kept on seeing it, and now I see the trend. It's, I don't think it's the, their running game is pretty bad. I mean, run defense is pretty bad. I just, they give up the edge a lot. They give up that edge a lot, a lot. Like the the Vikings game, they gave the edge, edge up a lot. The Buccaneers game, they gave it the edge a lot. I mean, the, even the Jazz game, they gave up the edge a lot. And then once they give up the edge, now they didn't, then they start packing – the edge, and it's okay. We're gonna hold the edge, and then that's when they just go right in the middle. So it's just it's an overall bad thing. It's just a domino effect. You don't sit the edge, and then when you finally do, they run to the middle, and then it's like okay, now they pick you pick their poison now. So it's now like should I go to the edge or should I hold the edge or should I still the middle? Which the crazy thing is because King Clark is actually a really good guy, and he's pretty decent D lineman or no tackle. So I don't know why the run defense is bad, but it's it is. It's not really pleasant. I mean, if you're a Packers fan, I mean, whatever. But I like I am. It's, it's you gotta watch it. But if you're not, you're just like, oh my god, like I hate that because I'm a defensive person. So I hate when teams do that and teams like get ran over pretty much like the Packers do pretty much every game against the run defense. And then also we had a money we got uh the Sunday night football game. Chiefs and the Raiders. Now the Chiefs and the Raiders. Now that game is going to be really good too. The Raiders beat because the Raiders beat the Chiefs. The Raiders gave the Chiefs, I think, their second loss or second loss or their own their first loss. I mean, the Chiefs need to win this game big. They need to really win this game because I think if the if the Raiders win this game, this is going to show the Raiders got their number. The Raiders will have their number. It's 
And you know the Raiders are gonna come to play. So with, especially with Jay Gruden, they and not Jay, but John Gruden, it's it's they, he's gonna make them ready to play this game. He's gonna be like, okay, we already proved it to beat them. Now let's beat them again. So I feel like yeah, this game is gonna be a game of all games for Sunday Night Football. And also on Monday Night Football, we got the Rams and the Buccaneers. Now. People might say the Buccaneers are going to win this game, but I just really feel like the Rams are going to win it because they just have something to prove. And I really feel like the Buccaneers are they're, – they're a good team. I'm not going to slide. They're a good team. But defensively, they risk too much. They, they're really risky. And that's what you get when you have young players on defense. They take a lot of risk. But uh, as so, so far, it's been doing them well. And plus, they have a good rush defense. So, I mean, that, it works for them. So – I mean, like I said, this this might be a good game. I think ultimately the Rams the Rams are gonna win because I just think the Rams are just under radar again this year. They were under radar pretty much every year, but this year they're really under radar because everybody talking about the Seahawks and the Saints and the Packers, all these other teams, and they're like the Rams, are like, well, what about us? Like we're balling. So I think this is gonna be one of them games they have to prove to everybody and put everybody on notice and say, yeah, we're here in the NFC East. I mean, not in the East. We are in the NFC West, and we're gonna beat everybody. So that's that's the game. And I mean, for me, yeah, like I, that's what I feel about all these scores, man. And like I said before, free agency is going on. We gonna get more free agent deals, man. I might even, you never know. I might even make another podcast talking about free agency. I mean, if you want me, just text, tweet me, or Facebook me if you want me to expand a little bit more on these free agencies. I mean, or whatever. So, yeah, it's it's whatever right now. Like, it's, bruh, it's like, it's like so, like, these it's Christmas time, too. Which is actually really, it's like holiday season, season of giving. And then on top of that, people are giving their teams away or giving their players away to other teams. So, I mean, it's season giving right now. So, that's what I feel about all these free agency deals. But by the way, before I leave, y'all, uh, I want to tell everybody um, uh, happy holidays, too, because it's, you know, it's Christmas time. And we know some people already got snow on the ground. I don't be no house on the ground right now, but we already know it's going to come. So, <laughs> um, you know, and what I'm talking about, if you are more like for a person or you're a Wisconsin person, you already know we don't have snow right now. We're going to get snow later. And when you did, we get snow later, it's going to be really, really terrible. So, by the way, y'all get y'all coats, go to the stores, Walmarts or whatever. Get your coats. Make sure you warm this holiday season. I forgot. And also, I forgot. I forgot one more thing. Y'all need to start subscribing to my podcast. I'm not playing with you guys. I've been looking at subscriptions. And I subscribed to my podcast in the last couple of weeks. Um, I need y'all guys to um, get off your butt and subscribe to the podcast. No, I'm just playing. But y'all, for real, like, I'm, I'm dead serious. Like, it's dead serious. <laughs> uh, We're really serious. Um, that y'all need to start subscribing to the podcast, man. It's a good podcast. It's a good listen. You will love the podcast. I mean, you, I, I talk about everything in sports, man. Everything. I mean, you never know. I might get somebody on the line and we start arguing or whatever. We start not, you know, my mama said, you say, we don't start arguing. We start arguing. Like, <laughs> no, we're going to, we never know. We might have a little debate. You never know. You might get a call in. And on the podcast, and we might get a couple of debates going on. Yeah, I mean, and actually, the crazy thing is about speaking about debates. Um, it, it coming. I don't know if it's this week or next week, but these coming. Like, uh, be advised, be aware of your surroundings and stuff because yeah, it's really dangerous out here. But also, too, also, also, we are probably. I'm probably gonna be start doing the little debates with people in the coming these come next night next on my episodes, but. 
episodes to come. You never know because um, I'm really bored just talking to myself right now. But yeah, we just never know. I like talking. I like to argue with people. I love to debate people. So especially when I know I'm right. So yeah, that's just weird. But and also, if you don't, if you got want to just get more ep- uh, updates on like when my ep- podcast is coming on or. If you want to get an update on anything with going on with sports, you can go on my Twitter on Marquise95Sports, or you can go to my Instagram at Marquise95Sports, or if you're a person where you don't like neither one of them, you like Facebook, you can go to my Facebook at the whatever you want to call it podcast Facebook page, and you can start liking and you can start becoming a subscriber of my podcast and whatever. You know how they go. I know how I go. Or if you don't have that, you can actually listen to my podcast on Stitcher. Now, if not Stitcher, Spotify. If not Spotify or Stitcher, you go to Apple Podcasts. Most people, I think, got Apple Podcasts. So just, you can go whatever outlet you have. Go to my podcast and you can start listening. I'll see y'all next episode. Peace.